Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ground Essentials can keep those skeeters away, which keeps my deck party going. Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials, let's get growing. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. I think you have to educate the team. And the team understands that we need starters, we need depth. Um, I think they understand that from a year ago. You know, we needed more depth. Obviously, we were in trouble in the secondary after we, we we were banged up a little bit. Quarterback could have been another situation there. And so I think our, our team understands it's just, just about talking to them and trust. And I will say this, every guy that's in the portal, they have to come in and earn a spot on our football team. We've already got starters. We've got this. If they want to win a job, they've got to go beat somebody else. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right, lots of woo-pig stuff to get to here in the Red-White Report, so buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Sam Pittman joined Randy Rainwater and the Drive Time Sports crew yesterday, live at Fassler Hall, part of the Razorback Road Trip, and had a chance to talk to Randy about a couple different things. That last comment you heard was about balancing the current roster along with portal guys, trying to keep everybody updated as to how things are looking there. Uh, we heard about uh, McAdoo. Looks like he's going to be out for an extended period of time. That's unfortunate. Coach Pittman on what he's looking for in the portal, speaking of. Well, wideout is, is certainly one of them. And then I'd like to get a guy that can snap the football. I'd like to get another center. Uh, not that we're not happy with the wideouts we have or uh, the center, but... Uh, obviously, um, our second team center right now could be Street. It could be Kudis. And, uh, you know, Kudis right now is, is one of the guys vying for a starting spot at tackle. Uh, we need somebody where we could keep him out there uh, if something happened to Bo. All right. There you go. And uh, that's it from him. Um, got some injury news. For, uh, oh, I should mention, I guess, too, we, we talked about earlier. Keon Stewart, TC cornerback, mm-hmm. flipping from Michigan State to the University of Arkansas, 6 feet, 185. Uh, three star recruit out of high school, Houston area. And um, see if he can get on the field next year. I think they were probably expecting that or they wouldn't be bringing him in. Uh, baseball, getting ready for the game tonight, 6 o'clock start. You'll hear it on the buzz, 5 30 pregame. Versus Vanderbilt in game one. It will be our buddy, Hagan Smith, going for Arkansas. Got some injury news from the baseball team, and it wasn't good. Um, although I will say this, Wes, shockingly, as great a player as he is, Peyton Stovall going down, I'm not freaking out because you've seen other guys play and play well with him out, and you just, you're trading a Peyton for a Peyton, mm-hmm. and now Holt will stay in there for the foreseeable future looks like at second base. I'm a big Peyton Stovall fan, but because of his injury, he wasn't playing well. I'm he a, wasn't hitting well, and uh, it hadn't really affected him fielding-wise. Maybe his throws weren't as strong. But Peyton Holt, and I gave you the numbers earlier this week, he's hitting over 300 in SEC play after a good weekend last weekend. Peyton Stovall was hitting like in the high 190s in SEC play. He was struggling, and so they actually were better off last week with Peyton Holt in the lineup than Peyton Stovall. Now, does that continue over, you know, a, you know, a, the next five weeks, six weeks, however much longer they play? We don't know, but as of last week, they were better off with Holt in there than Stovall. Yeah, you know, the good thing is, is you know, he's got some experience, uh, you know, the last few weeks to play, and uh, he's done a really, really good job for us defensively and then offensively as well, obviously, and uh 
You know, so it's not like we've kind of known this was going to happen. I mean, in a way, you could kind of see it coming and then some of the tests and different things. And uh, so it's not like it was a shock to us. We've, we've known for a while. So it will be, as I said, Hagen Smith going tonight. We are assuming, although Arkansas has not announced their future starters the rest of the weekend, that uh, it'll be the normal from what we've seen the last couple of weeks, although maybe you'll get four innings this time out of Brady Tiger. Yep. We'll see if they extend his pitching and then backed up by McIntyre. Tonight we expect to see Gage Wood come in unless Hagen Smith goes crazy and tries to go all Hunter Holland and throw a complete game. And then on Sunday, maybe Hunter Holland followed by nobody. I mean, at some point you want to get some other guys some work, I assume. Let's hope Arkansas is in great position to have a chance to win all these games down the stretch. Here's Dave Van Horn on the offense for Vandy. I mean, they can hit, obviously. Then, you know, they... They've been out on the road and it hadn't gone good, but they've been really good at home. I think they're 11 and one at home in SEC play. So, um, you know, that's that's always been a big advantage for them playing on that turf, and it's just a, a different setting. It's tight, it's fast. You know, we're going to have to play really well to win this series, really well. Yep. I guess we could ask the secondary question of the day: What do you think happens in the series since it starts today, Christian? Uh, our current question of the day is one that is. I mean, been debated for ages, and unfortunately, because of animal cruelty laws, we'll never see it play out, at least not intentionally. Like, we can't set up a matchup between... I also don't think those two animals would ever run into each other in the nature. Yeah, I don't know, I guess, uh, the geographic placement. I don't placement. think primates necessarily are in the same places as grizzly bears. It's unfortunate, really, because it'd be cool if they were. So what is the matchup? Um, it's maybe the most important question we've ever had. Grizzly bear versus silverback gorilla. Who are you taking in a one v one? Yep. And I'm making a uh, I'm making a strong case for the grizzly bear. Now you could probably get an animal expert on who could actually give you a definitive answer. Uh, it would be fun to watch because th- I'll tell you one thing about a gorilla. It'll fight like hell. I mean, he may not win, but he's going to fight his guts out. And I so love that. So far, the leader is actually silverback gorilla at fifty three percent. Yeah. Wow. I'm I- in the camp where the grizzly just gets one swipe in, and you know the. Grill's probably done. Yeah, that's what I think. Because again, you got those exposed nipples. You've got the, uh, you know, you got the face. I mean, you could you could do a lot of damage with a swipe. Plus, they're so strong and they outweigh them by a couple hundred pounds. But I think the gorilla, for want to and effort, is going to be greater. You know what I mean? But I think the grizzly bear, just on pure athleticism and strength and size, is mm-hmm. going to win the matchup. I mean, it's like you could get a guy who is like a feisty 170 pounder, but if he's going up against Shaq, even if Shaq's not into it, like you're not beating up Shaq. Like if the gorilla had, you know, if he was like the Wolverine and he had some claws, like the grizzly bear, then I would go the gorilla, but the grizzly's got claws and the gorilla doesn't. So, um, Arkansas's golf team fought like heck as well and advanced out of the Salem Regional to advance to the NCAA Championship. So congratulations to them. Uh, Kiwi Falls. The cliffs at Kiwi Falls? No. Interesting. Don't know anything about it. Nope. It's in South Carolina, right? Yeah. Uh, top five teams from the six regionals teed up at the Greyhawk Golf Club May 26th. Arkansas will be one of them. They were led by their senior, Mateo Fernandez de Oliveira, at the top round for the Hogs with a 69. And featured birdies on his final three holes. Well done. Tied for 11th at 10 under par. Finished strong. Yes, uh, Perico also uh, uh, had a much better last couple of days after a slow start by his standards, at least. And so, anyway, I'm happy for Coach McMakin and uh, excited that they're moving on. I counted eight SEC teams moving on. <laughs> you know, just like everything else, baseball, football, basketball, the SEC is very, very strong. What they is the best 12. conference? In golf? Hmm. That's right. Does anyone know? Someone does. Yeah. Just no one Coach here. Coach McMakin. He would know. <laughs> but 8 of 12 moving on is pretty impressive. And to have 12 of their 14 teams uh, move on to the regionals, I'd say the SEC's up there. Uh, tradition, you got to think Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas. They produce a lot of uh, golfers. Uh, Wake Forest, uh, ACC schools. Uh, and then, the, you know, the Pac-12 with Stanford. They've been really good. Women... They've been very good. Sure. So I don't know to answer your question. Who's the best golf See, This was in 2022, but it says the SEC is the best in men's golf. It's not even fair. Who put that out? The SEC? Uh, <laughs> JuniorGolfHub.com. Okay. Uh, softball, by the way, tomorrow, UCA is over in Tuscaloosa, 3.30, and the Arkansas women are at home taking on Harvard. It is hard for me to say Harvard without saying it. Harvard. Do you think they bat with their pinkies out? 
I don't know if they're snobs, but they're nerds, uh, and I hope they don't get beat by those nerds. I imagine those nerds are pretty good at softball. Does this have records on it? This is such small print, I can barely read this. 29, 15, and 1. Hmm. They tied? They tied, Wes. I mean, that's that's tough to do. Uh, Notre Dame also has a tie. 29, 17, and 1. How do you Maybe tie? Maybe they tied each other. What if they tied each other? Yes, exactly. How that's do you funny. tie? Uh, I guess you have a... Uh. Uh, I guess you have a... Is it a rain delay? Like, time limit. Is, okay. That could be, yeah. Maybe score is tied and you get five, six innings in and then you don't ever go back and finish the game. Yeah. I um, I don't see any other ties in here. Let me see. I'm looking around the entire country. Oh, uh, Texas had a tie this year. Anyway, so Notre Dame and Oregon will go, I guess, early, probably around the 3 o'clock hour. So we'll see. I think it's 4 and then Arkansas is 6.30. Okay. Is that correct? All right. I don't know. That's yeah. why... Um, okay, so I was going to tell you guys about the story. Uh, by the way, Barrett Salee's coming up at the bottom of the hour, and we'll get his thoughts on this, too. So <clears throat> this is a story I got. I think it's an AP story, or maybe 24-7 sports. Anyway, ACC is progressing towards adopting a new weighted revenue distribution model that is expected to keep its largest football powers happy and committed as members of the conference. Have you seen the story? This is very concerning if you're Arkansas, to me, because the SEC thinks that's cool. Now, admittedly, the SEC makes a ton of money, and more than the ACC does, so maybe it's not as big a priority. But if they decide, oh, hey, Georgia, Alabama, you deserve more because you're the you're pulling in the lion's share of the revenue, that would be concerning. Now, hopefully the uh, commissioner wouldn't allow for it. Conference administrators identified several workable models this week at its spring meetings. Of course, Arkansas and the SEC have their spring meetings coming up soon. Top-tier members could earn an additional $10 million or more in revenue. This is according to the Florida State Athletics Director. The ACC paid an average of $36 million to each team in the 21 fiscal year. The baseline share for programs would not drop year to year in the new model. Progress Tuesday quieted concerns about the future of the conference. What they're worried about are the Clemson's Florida State's moving to other conferences. Um, the grant of rights does not allow ACC membership to move to a new conference, notably the SEC or Big Ten, before 2036 without a massive financial penalty that could approach $500 million. So I think that's enough. Yeah. Um, 18 ACC football games. So this is part of the reason why there's discussion about this. 18 yep. ACC football games pulled in more than 3 million viewers in 2022. Only one conference game did not involve Clemson or Florida State of those 18. So, again... They are creating the lion's share of the attention for the league. They are creating the lion's share of the TV revenue, obviously, because they are the big draws. And so the argument would be they should get the lion's share of the money. But But you are married to the conference, and you're supposed to league. Everybody's supposed to kind of pool it, right? So it'd be unprecedented. It'd be very interesting. Then you have Duke and North Carolina not getting, like, any money because they usually aren't that good at football, but they are the premier basketball teams. That's a great point. And there is more money in basketball for the NCAA tournament, but I would guess... Yeah, I know football makes more money. Yeah, regular season package, I'm guessing it's not. By the way, by comparison, the XFL uh, championship game got like one and a half million viewers. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's all... They're they're worried about them leaving and going somewhere else, so how do you entice them not do it? Well, we'll we'll give you more. We want you to stay. So I don't think... The SEC's not worried about Georgia or Alabama or They're not worried about them leaving and going somewhere else. Good point. Where are they going? You know, you've got a great deal here. You're, you're already making a ton of money. So I don't see this as an issue that Arkansas would be worried about that happening at the SEC level. But what if you piss off North Carolina and Duke and they're like, well, we'll go somewhere else. But don't they get a lot of money from the NCAA, uh, the basketball tournament? March Madness provides a ton of money. It does. And so that would be their argument. Look, we're bringing in that money because of our basketball programs. Don't penalize us because of our football programs. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I was like, uh, when you agree to be in a league, you I mean, of course, Texas always had that extra angle with the Longhorn Network. Yeah. So I guess you could do that and create the... Uh, Florida State football Clemson network. level. But they have State. ACC network already, so they're going to let them just pull out and go have games on their own. True. No. Um, and it, is, it, is, it does suck. It is an unfortunate situation because as an Iowa State fan, I watched everybody cower to Texas and to some degree Oklahoma, but mm-hmm. not quite on the same level. But like, okay, you guys can have your own network. We'll leave you alone. It sucks. It doesn't make for a good league. I don't think it's healthy. No, and there was the animosity in the Big 12 because of that. And the other thing that's funny is, like, North Carolina's been pretty darn good. Yeah, like, they've been pretty decent at football. They've here been 10-win teams lately, right? Yeah. yeah. And they, they got a great this quarterback year. this year. Yeah. Yeah, back. 
We got David and Cersei in here at eleven twenty. We got uh, Barrett's Lee coming up bottom of the hour. What's up, David? Hey guys. First of all, there anybody that thinks a gorilla could whip a grizzly bear has got to be delusional. A grizzly bear will bite your head halfway off as he claws your insides out. And have you ever seen two grizzly bears fight at one time? Most of it's just for show, but you could tell if they were serious, it would be absolutely ridiculous. But that's not why I call. Okay. Uh, guys, uh, I gave y'all all the chance I could. You know what? Two or three weeks ago, I, I told y'all, I, me and many other Razorback fans, were tired of not being able to see home plates from the center field camera, which is the one that shows every pitch. And so y'all didn't get anything done. Mr. Neighbors didn't give anything done. I got him. I gave him the opportunity to. And every time I was on the radio, people were blowing my phone up. It's about time someone said something. So I just took it on my own. And I called Mr. Yurichek and uh, actually had to leave a message. And I thought, well, there's no way they'll call back. Well, 15 minutes, they call back. What? And it's not, naturally, it's not Mr. Yurichek, but it is his right-hand man or lady. And I explained to her what the problem was. And she assured me she would get right with the production crew who uh, produced and put on the telecast. And she would tell them what the concern was and would get back to me. So at least guys were getting the ball rolling and everybody that's been blowing my phone up wanting the same thing. I'm doing the best I can. I feel like Aaron Brockovich or something if somebody wants to make a movie. Uh, <laughs> contact me. Uh, I'm on Facebook. You can get a hold of me. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm open for anything. But uh, we're doing the best we can. The question Thanks. is, David, do you want Julia Roberts to play you in a movie? Okay, I guess not. Hang on. <clears throat> Uh, I've never had an issue with it, but I understand his point. You really can't see it, but it's, I mean, you know where it is, so whatever. Yeah, I was watching the other day, and, and I, I thought I could see the plate one day, but maybe I was watching a different telecast, but it was the same camera. It's not like they have different cameras when ESPN comes in. I thought the camera was high enough to where I could see the home plate. I don't remember. I never I bothered confused me. I it. never even thought about it, honestly. Now, I don't like the angle because it's not a straight-on view, and you can't tell if it's a strike or not. Well, that's 99% of the places because right. they don't want to mess with the batter's eye, unfortunately. I don't know why you Correct. can't put a camera in the hole, though. Like, I put a whole camera mm-hmm. in the wall. Yeah. And it's kind of camouflaged. Yeah. Steve. Hey, Justin. Sir. I was going to ask. I, I thought about this yesterday. Whatever happened to the UFC fighter that was from Arkansas? Y'all um, used to have him on every now and then. Bryce Mitchell? Yeah, the one that wound his junk up in the drill. Yeah, that stuff happens. Um, he is still <laughs> fighting. He lost, finally. And then, I don't know, I think he has had an announced... Yes, he did have an announced fight because his, his opponent had to pull out and they had to get a sub, but I think he is fighting in the near future here. Yeah. Um, okay. We also got T- he's never on the show. Yeah, we haven't had him on a minute. We need to. Um, we got TJ Brown too. Uh, that's still fighting. Saw his brother the okay. other day. His brother wrestled at Little Rock. Okay. Did you meet him? Right. No, Thanks, man. I right. did not know Appreciate that. that. Yep. Uh, Eleven twenty-three. If you want to join us, six six one one zero three seven. Let's go. Okay. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. First one. Uh, did Arkansas play Florida in baseball? No, they did not. So there's not a uh, tiebreaker to go from uh, a three-game series of who won head-to-head. Are you guys... Oh, Stat says, are they going to let KJ fly the plane, too? As long as he's driving the bus, why not? Uh, David says, when we were talking about SEC championship, how important is it? He says, come on. We're talking about an SEC championship. Yes, it's important. Redbone wanted to say, good morning, fellows, fellas. Uh, Dustin Johnson's back. When I asked, he said it was spinal. Spinal. Him and Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson did not injure his back wrestling Paulina Gretzky, though. 870 says, feels like uh, Nike's missing the boat. Just put a gun on the side of his shoes and said the swoosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, from the 501. <laughs> you know what would be great, actually, um, or funny, is if... Uh, if they signed, um, who's his teammate, Christian, that blows? Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Because he is the opposite of a deadly shooter. I mean, it would be, and that's really what Jaw is. He's not really using his gun for anything other than show. Mm. So he's not really a deadly shooter. But it would be more appropriate for Dylan Brooks because Jaw is a deadly shooter on did, the court. Did y'all see that meme of Jaw? He was on the bench, and one of his teammates had made a couple of good shots in a row, and he, he had the gun movement over on the bench, <laughs> and it, but they did the special effects, and it was like the, his Actual hands. Actual gun sound. Yeah, it yeah. was like, pew, 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 and light. And, pew, yeah. pew. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, as long from the five hundred one, as long as the Grizzly doesn't have a gun like Jaws, the Silverback wins. Tony in Texas says the gorilla is on the Grizzly's back, whipping his butt way before the Grizzly has any idea what's going on. Gorilla yeah. all the way. We got in this discussion yesterday. I've never now listen. I. Okay. Just like I'm not an attorney, I have not studied at length guerrilla warfare. And I do mean guerrilla warfare. warfare. Yes. But I've never seen a guerrilla work from behind in any capacity, whether it was for pleasure or for fighting. I've never seen a guerrilla uh, try that move. He seems like a face up fighter, face up shooter, not a behind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've never seen a guerrilla haven't even occurred to him to go behind his opponent and try to uh, make something happen. But yes, I think if a gorilla got a grizzly bear around the neck, he could put him in a sleeper hold, theoretically. Well, he'd just rip his neck or head off, break his neck. Yeah, he could, I guess. Yeah, but you also gorilla... got the grizzly could be like clawing him from behind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, you can see that going. That's a pretty good move, right? <laughs> I'm glad that was on camera. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's a good, good move. That's why you watch now, yeah. so you can see stuff like that. Uh, which one's smarter? Do we know? The gorillas are smarter. I mean, yeah, they're for sure. Fine. Absolutely, 100%. Okay. Uh, King Kong took on... <laughs> King Kong is not a normal... Three T-Rexes in the last oh, round geez. around. He uh, also fought Godzilla in the last movie. Well, T-Rexes ha- don't have uh, long arms. Gorillas have... Arms. Yeah. yeah, they have normal arms. Like, they're going to be able to reach out and touch someone. In this case, the, the grizzly bear. Acre- I mean, the uh, gorilla. Acre is the 3.30 Eastern Time or Central Time for UCA softball? Uh, Central. It's Central. Yeah. The only way to tie in baseball or softball is... A fight breaks out on the field between a grizzly and a gorilla. They would have to stop the game at least for a period of time. Doug, thank you, yeah. Doug. Uh, do you realize how big the claws are on a grizzly? Yes. Yeah, they're pretty big. They're huge. That's why I picked the grizzly. I think it's a no-brainer, too. Bobby Joe, they... Hold on, let me preview this. Yeah, you probably should. I have stats from the NBA Combine for Jordan Walsh and Ricky Council, by the way, if we want those. It's not remotely interesting to me comparatively to this. <laughs> no. I can't, I can't no. read Bobby Joe. Have you ever seen a full-grown grizzly, how long their claws are, their teeth? It is the bear all the way. I think people would pay money to watch this fight, though. Oh, 100%. Don't you think so? Yeah. And I hate to say that, because I don't believe in animal cruelty, but you got a couple of bad dudes going at it. It would be awesome. I also don't like seeing animals die in any way, like watching Nat Geo and stuff. Yeah. I don't like when I mean, to the me, lion gets the gazelle or whatever. But well, that's different. They're going to eat it. That's that's for food. This is just for this is just for sport. We I mean, need a ref, another animal to referee the fight, and when it just gets too far, they just call it. No, it's uh, you let humans do that, and then if it gets out of hand, yeah, you tranquilize both of them. Yeah, okay, you tranquilize yeah. both of them and drag them out of the thing and put them back in the wild. It's like, okay, okay, that's enough already, Grizzly. Take it easy over there. You just stitch up the gorilla and put them back out. It'd be fine. The gorilla wins all day long. The swipe of the forearm would break the grizzly's neck. They did simulations with a Siberian tiger, and the gorilla won every time. Oh, the gorilla won every time. Yeah, I'll take a gorilla over a tiger any day of the week. But a grizzly can stand up. A tiger cannot. Eh, that's a bad. That's a bad analogy. That's we're talking about. A t- you're, this is apples and potatoes. I mean, you're talking about completely different things. Can we do that with AI now? We could create this fight. Yeah, if we had an AI like uh, generator, we could ask it what what would happen. Yeah, uh, I got some Asher Record Live fan feedback here. Ask for Asher at five zero one five six two twenty two ninety three, the number one provider for all major roadside assistance in the state of Arkansas. Ricky says, does David have a job? To get that worked up, sounds like he has a little too much time on his hands. Get off of Facebook for a while. Go smell the roses. I think uh, David actually is just very passionate, and I have no issue with him at all. I like David a lot. Uh, Therese says, I think that uh, Memphis should draft Brandon Miller. Great shooter and can deliver the weapons Morant needs on offense. They could fire on all cylinders in the Pyramid City. Unfortunately, I don't think they'll be in the position to draft him. I know. This is all tongue-in-cheek. Oh, Wes, this is a question for you. Uh, Mike L. West has two S's in his name. Please be respectful. Who you got tonight in the Panthers-Hurricanes game? I think Carolina takes advantage of home ice, but Florida is great on the road, so it's a toss-up over five-and-a-half goals. is an easy bet, in my opinion. Never heard the thong song by Cisco on a radio show ever until this morning. Are you crazy? We used to play that as bumper yeah, music all the thong time. Thong song's great. I'm going Florida all day. I mean, did you see what Miami did Let's last night? Now. Something special is going on down in South Florida. I don't know. Have you seen the Marlins play? No. Yeah. I rest my case, Your Honor. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Barrett Salih will join us on the other side. We can ask about the Braves. We'll ask him about the uh, gorilla versus the grizzly bear. We'll usually give a thoughtful answer. Uh, get his thoughts on SEC baseball and 
off-season football. ACC TV. And ACC TV. Thank you, Wes. Uh, we'll take a break right now, and we'll get to that on the other side. Stay with us. Insure your auto, home, life, and everything in between with Shelter Insurance. Find a local agent by calling 1-800-SHELTER or at shelterinsurance.com. Sports Center. Arkansas football got another transfer portal edition yesterday as TCU cornerback Keon Stewart flipped his commitment from Michigan State. He played in 13 games last year, recording 14 tackles, three pass breakups, and a forced fumble. Arkansas baseball will start their final regular season series of the season tonight as they take on Vanderbilt on the road. Arkansas will start Hagen Smith, who is 7-1 with a 2.47 ERA, while Vanderbilt will go with Patrick Riley, who is 3-2 with a 6.43 ERA. If Arkansas wins two out of three in the series, they clinch a share of the SEC regular season title. With three wins, they hold the title outright. First pitch tonight is set for 6 o'clock. TV coverage will be on SEC Network. Radio coverage will be on The Buzz starting at 5.30. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. From 67167, it's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner, Dirty Larry, of the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. Yes, ma'am. I'd like to report a robbery. A car dealer gave me too little for my trade, pulled my credit four times, and gave me a high interest rate. Now, what are y'all going to do about it? Oh, you should have went to Guatney Chevrolet. We won't rest until we catch the dealer that did this to you. Now, take a step back. We're headed to Waffle House. Don't let this happen to you. Watney Chevrolet is offering low 1.9% on all new Blazers, Equinox, Trailblazers, Traverse, and Silverados. Plus, take the handcuffs off your summer plan with no payments for 90 days. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Don't miss the Memorial Day sale at Lazy Boy home furnishings and decor for a limited time only. Enjoy up to 50% off store-wide. Plus, with extended hours, it's the perfect time to shop. They're more than a recliner store. Kick off summer with something new in every room of your home. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and accessories galore. With special financing offers to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss out. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor in Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock now and save big. Welcome back to The Zone. Did we say something stupid or wrong? Uh, it is Stevie Wonder's birthday. The Jamie Foxx movie was awesome. The Jamie Foxx movie. We that played Ray Charles. Let us know by hitting us up through live fan feedback or on the text line. Now, back to the mostly correct zone. Here's a world within itself with a language we all understand. With an equal opportunity. Service Community Federal Credit Union wants to save you some money. They have counselors on hand that will sit down with you, your family, and take a look at your finances and figure out how they can save you some money. They have uh, all kinds of things that they can do. They've got new home mortgage loans, home equity loans, auto loans. They'll refinance your current auto loan. 
True Service has three locations. In Little Rock, they're by the butcher shop. In North Little Rock, they're on JFK. In Conway, they're on the campus of Hendricks College. True Service is a huge supporter of local small businesses, and they're ready to help with new startup businesses. One of the many pluses, when you call, they answer the phone. You actually get to talk to the person that's working on your loan. Check them out online at trueservice.net. All right, Barrett Salih is with us from CBSSports.com. We should probably get Barrett an open at some point. He's been coming on us for like 10 years. It's probably about that time. <laughs> Living Barrett. All right. Um, it's been a while, guys. I've aged quite a bit. I've lost a lot of hair. I've given up on losing hair. So, like, there's still a lot going on. Well, that's okay. We'll, we'll, uh, we can use uh, old photos of you, first of all. And you still sound good, so that's all that really matters to us. It's radio, so we're fine. Although we are becoming a visual medium. Now we're streaming our shows live Thanks to the work of one John Neighbors. This is probably the greatest contribution he's made to the buzz. He has uh, got us up on YouTube, and we're on all the social media platforms with our video of our show. Because, I mean, what's more compelling than watching three idiots talk on the radio? I'm surprised John Neighbors is able to function as an adult. So the fact that he got you streaming is like, that blows my mind. Yeah, he's only stunted when it comes to emotions and uh, carrying on a relationship with a female. (laughs) Professionally, he's doing fine. Those are two critical parts of being being an adult, though. Yeah, but you know what? Look, somebody's got to die old and alone. You know what I mean, Barrett? And it ain't going to be you, so he'll have to take take one for the team there. Uh, Okay, I was telling the guys about this ACC story. I don't know if you saw this or not, about them uh, going, hey, this whole revenue sharing thing's cool, but... The big dogs should maybe get a bigger chunk of the meat. And so the interesting stat was 18 ACC games last year had more than 3 million viewers. Only one of those games did not involve either Clemson or Florida State. So there's discussion at their SEC, or their uh, ACC meetings this week about giving an extra $10 million or so in revenue to Florida State, I assume, and Clemson, I assume. Uh, Christian made a great point about basketball. What about Duke and North Carolina and the perennial powers in basketball? Aren't they bringing a little extra to the table because of the NCAA tournament money? But uh, football kind of drives the conversation, it sounds like, at the meeting this week. Well, yeah, I mean, football. I mean, even if Duke and North Carolina are pulling in you know, a, t- a, money, a ton of money, relatively speaking, to other basketball programs, it still pales in comparison, pales in comparison to what other teams are bringing in in football. So, but it's kind of like the reverse Big 12, right? I mean, we're old enough to remember back, I guess it was 2010 or 11, when we had the real thought of a Pac-16 mm. with Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, I think it was Texas Tech and somebody else, all going to the Pac-12, Pac Pac-12, or Pac-10 I guess at the time, because they were sick of being, um, because they, they wanted to get more money, and a lot of the discord that was sown in the Big 12 came from three of those teams, Oklahoma, Texas, and I think it was Oklahoma State. No, it was Texas A&M, getting a disproportionate share of the money. Well, the ACC is trying to go backwards and do that exact same thing, and I just I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. If, if you're that upset about the, the TV deal that you locked in, that's kind of your own fault. And, you know, coming back now and complaining – that you know you're locked in for another what 14 years or whatever it is well go back you know that blame yourselves for that so if if that happens and there's a disproportionate amount of money going to clemson florida state or whoever else uh that's gonna do far more damage than it will help um and maybe like the i was thinking about it maybe the grand scheme of things maybe what they're planning on doing is making more money for the next, what, five, six years so that when they do leave, if they do leave, but we all think of it as when they do leave, they have a little bit of an insurance policy in terms of revenue generated so they don't have to, like, take a massive short-term loss to realize a long-term game in the Big Ten or the SEC. Would this ever fly in the SEC? No. No, there would be zero chance of it. The SEC doesn't even have a an exit fee. So, no, if this were to happen in the SEC, um, whoever brought it to the attention of the other teams would get laughed out of the room. And maybe something even worse than that. Huh. <laughs> well, understandable. Um, there's also discussions, I guess, out in the Pac-12 about some um, access enhancement. 
Some people are bothered by in-game interviews, things of that nature, but it looks like the Pac-12 is trying to go the other direction, maybe largely to capitalize on guys like Lincoln Riley and Deion Sanders mm. for their interview, yeah. uh, I guess, uh, draw for their fan base. Yeah. I doubt it's Lincoln Riley because Lincoln Riley is essentially Nick Saban, but 40 years younger, um, <laughs> although he tries to portray himself differently. Uh, but it's 100% Dion. Like, that, that is 100% a driving force behind this. But, you know, the, the announcement that uh, the, the different uh, things that they announced today as part of this enhanced viewer experience, you know, I think are, are fine. It's stuff that the XFL does. It's stuff that the AAF does. It's stuff that the USFL does, which is fine. You know, Mike's up more players pregame. That's awesome. That that'd be a lot of fun for us to see more more access for uh, handheld cameras, which would mean you know cameras on the bench. You know, inter- you know how like in the SFL where they, you know, they see players on the bench. That's that's what one of these things is. And okay, I'm fine with that. You know, I think it it's a little bit of a step into the right direction. It's a lot of what people have have enjoyed about these alternative spring leagues. So, you know, the Big 12 is going to do the exact same thing. I think they'll announce it next week when they have their spring meeting. So, you know, any way to make the viewer experience better is is fine by me because so many people have drifted away from going to games in person in favor of, you know, the 70-inch flat screen and the 11-step commute to to the bathroom, right? So... If you have more people doing that, you have to make it as enjoyable as possible and give more reasons to tune in. And the Pac-12 has done a, a pretty good job of that. And I think they're, you know, this is still sort of a diet version. I wouldn't be surprised, um, you know, next year, next offseason, if they try to expand upon this because there's no reason not to. The technology exists. Isn't it a little crazy, though, it's the Pac-12 doing this where they have a hard enough time as it is getting fans to go to the game but yet they're trying to make it even better on TV to where they won't go to the games. And I mean, you know, we had a conversation with Hunter Yurchik not too long ago, and he said that's one of my biggest challenges: trying to get people to leave their flat screen, to leave their living room, to come to the stadium and watch the game. But yet here they are trying to make the game even better to watch on TV. Well, they give right, like they give it like that, and that's fine. Honestly, I think that's probably a better move, um, you know, for the Pac-12 because they're not going to win the fight. Right, like hmm. if you're a Pac-12 program and you're already struggling to bring people to games, you've already lost that fight because it's not going to get better. The fan experience is not going to get better at stadiums. They're, they're going to try to make it better, but it, it it's just not going to be successful. Especially considering the viewer experience at home can be enhanced so much more than it already is. So, I mean, yeah, it's one thing in the SEC to try to get people on campus because they still want to go, right? Like, there's still a desire for that. A Stanford fan across the country, they're not going to travel to Stanford to watch a game. You know, a USC fan, you know, there's already so much in L.A. to, to go enjoy. You know, yeah, you're going to get the Caleb Williams bump or the, the Lincoln mm-hmm. Riley bump, but you're still not going to sell the place out. Right. So I just think, yeah, I mean, it, have they given up? Yeah, and, and honestly, I think... For the Pac-12 especially, that's the right thing to do because they're only going to survive if they get a really, really good TV deal. So why not make the TV deal as attractive as possible? Talking to Barrett Slee from CBSSports.com on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We had a discussion yesterday. Was quoting, uh, we saw a couple different lists um, about SEC and national quarterbacks, and one of the lists had uh, K.J. Jefferson atop the heap in the SEC, but another had LSU's quarterback ahead of him in the top ten overall quarterbacks, and, and K.J. was not in the top ten nationally for quarterbacks, and it was led by Caleb Williams, as expected. Um, who are who is, who is the top quarterback in the SEC, in your opinion, returning? I've kind of gone back and forth with, with Jaden and K.J., and I'm not trying to dodge the question, but I would probably land on Jaden right now just because you saw so much more promise the last two months of the season, right? Like, I think we've seen KJ. We know what he can do. He's awesome, right? The feeling is is what it is. I mean, he, he's a very, very good quarterback. Jaden Daniels, I think, if if he can progress as a as a passer, which I think he can, he's got, you know, Heisman caliber uh, talent. So, I, I think it's probably Jaden Daniels just because we saw a glimpse of how good he can be through the air late. And 
I think they can expand upon that, build upon that. Uh, whereas KJ Jefferson, I mean, the dude's a monster. We know that. Um, but I don't think that the room for improvement is as big as it is for Jaden Daniels. And that's not a, a criticism of KJ Jefferson. It's a compliment to Jaden Daniels. I think the only question would be, in my mind, Dan Enos. What kind of impact could he make on True. KJ becoming a better quarterback? And then year two uh, down in LSU with with Chip with uh, uh, Kelly that Brian Brian Kelly that I mean he or is, Chip Chip would do a good job. Chip too. would do would yeah. also. Uh, how much growth will he have in year two? Because you saw the growth in year one as the season went along. Yeah. He got better and better and better. Yeah, those are rich man problems, right? If we're yeah. sitting here debating over who's better, KJ Jefferson or Jaden Daniels. I mean, how many coaches in the SEC would take any one, either one of those guys right now? Most of them. Probably, yeah. Pretty much everybody. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, my buddy says, uh, pack, pack game uh, attendance. I think I have a good idea, but you have to hear me out on this. How about better football? Yeah, that's an idea, too. I mean, there are some <laughs> pretty good. Helpful. That they, would be helpful, yes. They do have a couple of really good, fun-to-watch quarterbacks in that league this yeah. year. Actually, three of them. Cause a we, lot. We didn't a talk lot. about Washington's quarterback yeah, either. Phoenix. Yeah, we talked about him yesterday. But Cam Rising's my favorite guy to watch out there, Barrett. I had money on uh, USC on a futures wager to win the league. And when uh, Utah beat them, I was almost like not even that pissed because Cam Rising was so much fun to watch and they, mm-hmm. as they beat him. Yeah. Cam Rising's awesome. Bo, uh, obviously Caleb. Uh, Michael Penix. I mean, there there's a there are a lot of good quarterbacks out there, and if DJ Uyunglele comes through, you add him into the mix. Mm. I mean, it's it's it, it, I, I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, the Pac-12 is miserable, and <laughs> and I get it, and it, the criticisms are warranted, and it might not have that top end team this year. It's going to have a bunch of really good teams. The problem is when the games that are on that I would want to watch, uh, I'm usually seeing double by then, so it's hard to really concentrate on the game. Oh, remember. And they also put- they keep putting good ones on the Pac-12 network, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you guys have, you know, some really good players. Like Michael Penix, people want to watch. Stop putting him at 10 o'clock on the Pac-12 network. Right. Last thing here, the most important thing we're going to talk about today, Barrett, or one of our questions of the day today, uh, who would win in a fight between a silverback gorilla and a grizzly bear, in your opinion? Silverback gorilla, because they're smarter. Um, they can, they're more, ta- they're, they're tacticians. Uh, a grizzly bear would just try to go in hot, like just, go in and, and just, you know, uh, guns a-blazing, I think the gorilla would have a little bit more uh, strategy and and thus probably win the fight. I don't so the, the gorilla could, like, sweep the leg of the grizzly, just trip him up. Correct. Yeah. The thing is, again, as I said earlier, I'm not a professional, uh, I'm not studied the tactics of a gorilla in a fight because most of the matchups I see with a gorilla, it's either with another gorilla or it's against an animal that has no chance. The only sure. way the gorilla can win, I think, is if he somehow gets behind the grizzly and chokes him out or pops his head off. Uh, I don't know. I, I've never seen a gorilla try to fight from behind, as I said earlier, or do anything else from behind. I don't know how they how they do anything, but it, I've never seen that move before. He seems like a face-up guy. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem like a guy that, that – it's like a guy that doesn't want to play with his back to the basket. I can't see a gorilla getting tricky like that, but if he was smart enough to do it, or if he you know, went up a tree mm-hmm. and jumped down the grizzly, maybe. But, of course, grizzlies can climb trees, too. I just don't... If you get in close proximity with the claws and the teeth and all the... De- like, I just don't know how the gorilla wins, man. Well, I mean, I think that the, the speed and agility part of this needs to come into play, right? Because grizzly bears are big, they're nasty, they're, they're you know, obviously, like you said, powerful. Yeah. I feel like a gorilla would have a little bit more... Um, more flexibility. Sure. I think it would be more. I think it would have uh, better feet skills. I think it would be light okay. on feet, like a uh, like a wide receiver, so to speak. Give me that. Maybe like a tight end. Maybe Look, like Brock Bauer. I'll give you this. Best case scenario for the for the gorilla, he sticks and moves, and he wins on the scorecards. I think that's the only way he wins. He's got to win in a decision. I don't think he win by knockout. See, I think I feel if you avoid a couple punches, if the gorilla avoids a couple punches, the gorilla. The grizzly might fall down, tire himself then, out. Like you said like an like an MMA fighter, you can he can choke the grill uh, the the grizzly out. Yeah, okay, that's what it would probably take. I like that. There there is a path to victory for the gorilla. You're going to need to get in the corner for that gorilla, though. I think Barrett. I don't think he's winning on his own. I don't know, man. I'd love to see it. I would Paper too. View, let's make it happen. Think it'd or be great. you know what? Make it part of the fan experience at Stanford. <laughs> Couldn't hurt. Halftime. If you do that at halftime, it would definitely pack the seats for sure. I would go. Although you can't, you go. can't do it at Stanford because there's two Libby out there, mm. and they'd be freaking out. Peter would have the, the the entrances all blocked off, ruining well, our good that's time. True. 
on the guns. All right, buddy. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, go Braves. We'll talk to you later. Go Braves. All right. Barrett Salee from CBSSports.com. 11.50. Going to hit a break. Be back in a sec. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Mamel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Courtney Ballantyne here for the Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for the Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to the Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Exciting news! The Innovation Hub will go outdoors this summer at St. Joseph Center of Arkansas. Yes, you heard that right. The Innovation Hub is offering the most fun summer camps for children between the ages of 8 and 14 years old, where your kids will get to unearth the power of art and nature, explore the great outdoors, and discover their survival and scouting skills. All at St. Joseph's beautiful green spaces. Hurry! Camps will start on June 12th. To sign up, please visit arhub.org backslash summer camps. That is arhub.org backslash summer camps. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pigs. Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the zone. Man, she slammed that door. She broke my heart. That girl so bad. Welcome back. It's 11.53. Appreciate you joining us. Westmore, Justin Acree. And the wizard, Christian Weaver. Chris Alley's here, too, from Rock and Roll Sushi. We will officially welcome him in in the next segment. It is uh, Average Guy Movie Review. It's back, baby, after a long wait. Formerly done by another Chris involved with Rock and Roll Sushi, Chris Cromless. But we have upgraded significantly. Um, and so we'll see how it goes. I know, I know he's pulling for you, buddy, to do a great job. And I hope that you're up to the test. Today we get a review of Air. I look forward to that. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about Rock and Roll Sushi's food, which I'm really glad to have you guys on the air. Ever-expanding. You guys have some new locations. And uh, the old standbys, West Little Rock and Downtown, both fantastic as well. So we'll get into all that coming up. This segment is brought to you in part by uh, My Full Belly and our friends at Max Prairie Wings down in Stuttgart. So if you're looking for something for the outdoors, folks, you know what to do. Get down to Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart and take advantage of what they have to offer. Right now, they've got just about everything going. they got a deal on Yamahas with a $500 gift card. Engines I'm talking about. Uh, Tohatsu Outboards, they've got good deals going there. And if you're in the market for a handgun, I'm not looking at you, Ja Morant. Uh, Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart has got you covered with the Stoger STR 9mm automatic. It's 
packed with features you'd expect in a pistol costing twice as much. And right now it's available in 17, 15, and 13 round models for just 249 bucks after a $50 mail-in rebate. That's right. $249 with a $50 mail-in rebate. MaxPW.com is the information. You can find all of it there, or you can go to the store down in Stuttgart. Real simple. Um, get your hands on one. Again, as long as you don't have a bad history. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I want him running my Tohatsu outboard motor at this point. I just need him to stay out of trouble and probably out of the public eye for a while. But our friends at Max are here for you. They got you covered on everything you need for the outdoors in Stuttgart. Go by and see them or go to MaxPW.com. Yes, Wes. Scientists have documented grizzlies running 25 to 30 miles per hour for two miles. Okay. So they have the endurance. They just don't have the, they can't turn very fast. In the uh, fights between uh, gorillas do not last very long. They, they don't they have, don't have the much endurance. stamina. Yeah, they, they so That's what I she mean, said. I'm watching a really good YouTube video <laughs> and it is uh, it's it's grizzly bear. It's, it's the grizzly bear is going to win this. It's bigger, it's faster, uh it's more powerful and then it has the claws. So the gorilla's just got it's just got its brains. Yes. But is it more powerful? We were told that the grizzly or the uh, gorilla might be a little bit stronger. Yeah. If he can get the grizzly I, up in the air like if he can pick him up. I mean, cuz he can pick up what 1700 pounds though you said? That's what Google said. Well, Google knows. I mean, who's going to argue with Google? Yeah. I mean, if the gorilla like got his hands on the grizzly's head, he'd be able to like smash him. Yeah, I think but so too. But he has to get there first. Right. That's my problem. And the reach on the bear is twi- almost twice as long. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's grizzly bear. I think so too. Um, you can vote online on our Twitter poll. Kristen, did we put the other one up about the Vanderbilt series? Oh no, we didn't. Uh, what do you think happens? Arkansas wins one, two, three, zero. Against Vanderbilt. And uh, I think if they win one, I'll be fine. It's okay with me. I'd love for them to win the series, though. And hopefully those guys stay on a tear. Bottom of the order did a great job last week. If they can continue to do what they're doing and get the top of the order rocking and rolling, it'd be great. So, it's good. No, they're, they're peaking at the right time. And, I, and look, Vanderbilt, as Coach Van Horn pointed out, they're 11-1 and one at home. They're very good uh, there. It's a different ballpark. they got the artificial turf. Uh, it, it's a definite home field advantage like we saw or we see at Baumwalker Stadium. So I, I do not expect Arkansas to sweep. Uh, I, I don't even know if they go in and win the series. I think it's going to be good. But because of Vanderbilt's uh, problems with their starting pitchers, possibly two starting pitchers out this weekend, I give Arkansas this, a small advantage. Otherwise, I give them a big advantage. But because yeah. of that park and the way Van, Vanderbilt plays there, 11 and 1. It's going to be tough. And SEC play. Pretty yeah. darn good. All right, got a movie review coming up. We're going to do some entertainment news. Uh, and we've got birthday trivia and um, whatever else we decide to get into. So stay tuned. We'll tell you about all that coming up. Some good stuff. I'm excited. But I'm more excited to go eat some more food. Self 